Hi, it's JP Mac, and welcome to Liberty Reader, not just another conservative blog. Hello, everyone, welcome to the podcast. And as I start this podcast, uh, today is World Without Parlor, day number nine. And today is day number nine of no parlor, no news, and no parent plan on the part of the person and entity that bought parlor. And so we are going to be discussing that a little bit on, on the show today. Hi, so some of you may remember the old running SL, SNL skit uh, where they do the news break and it would start something like, in the news today, Henrylissimo Francisco Franco is still dead. And that was the gag in the early uh, Silent Live episodes. And it's pretty funny for some reason. But that's what I feel like when I'm talking about Parlor. I feel like saying uh, today is April 23rd and Parlor is still down. And so we're going to talk about that today, uh, I guess among other things, and so we'll we'll just uh, get right into it. So one of the things I was thinking of is when Elon Musk bought out Twitter, um, he had a pretty clear plan. That plan was to reform Twitter and eliminate a lot of what he saw as corruption and just really um, censorship on the part of the old part or the the old Twitter regime, and so now here we are. Um, Parler has been bought out, uh, as I mentioned uh, last week. Uh, it was bought out by a person, uh, Ryan Coyne, and he bought Parliament technologies and that went to effect on April 14th and since then I mean they, they put out a uh, splash page when you go on to parlor.com all you see is this um, news report or this uh, uh, news release this press release saying how um, how starboard bought parlor and that they're just trying to reconfigure the whole site because they don't feel like the current business model is working of basically a Twitter for conservatives. And so here we are um, nearly 10 days later, uh, not much news. And so I want to, I've been digging through the uh, interwebs a little bit just trying to see if there's any new news on Parler. Really not much news. Uh, I did come across this article uh, from the Washington Examiner on WashingtonExaminer.com and it's about uh, it's by Christopher Hutton and it was posted on April 19th so it's pretty fresh news and the title of 
the article is Parler will maximize free speech new owner says and so I want to read a little bit of this article from the Washington Examiner alright and it, so it starts out by saying Parler's new owner said the social network would focus on expanding free speech. Ryan Coyne, who purchased Parler from Parliament Technologies last week for an undisclosed sum and then shut, it, shut down the platform for a rebuild, told the Washington Examiner that he aims to bring it back with an assortment of new features to serve those uh, censored by big tech. So as I mentioned, when Elon Musk bought Twitter, he had a clear plan. Uh, he he wanted to reform Twitter, that that platform, and kind of right some wrongs and expose some of the things, some of the collusion that Twitter was doing with the entities inside the government, you know, like deep state, as we like to call it. And so there was always a pretty clear notion um, whether or not you know you agree with what Elon Musk did um, there was never any doubt really his intent his plan upon uh, buying Twitter um, but now with this person um, Ryan Coyne uh, buying um, Parler it's not quite the same. You don't see um, any sort of plans except for the nebulous explanation he gives about free speech. And so I'm just going to um, um, continue on with a, apparently a quote from him. Uh, the DNA of this technology is lifting up and allowing a voice for those that are silenced giving them an opportunity to maximize their First Amendment rights, said Coyne, who founded Starboard, an online publisher that operates the conservative website Big BizPack Review and American Wire. That will always be the focus and mission of the technology. Um, so he's saying that um, you know he wants to maximize uh, free speech um, and max maximize their First Amendment rights. Um, so, but the first thing he did upon obtaining Parler is shut it down, and you know at least on that platform you have no way to exercise your First Amendment rights on that particular platform so I'll read on see if um, see if we can figure out any glean anything about his plans for the company and so it continues here what those new features would look like coin acknowledge remains to be seen there's no definitive path forward coin said and I won't want to guarantee exactly anything so what he's saying is he bought parlor without having apparently any plan as to what he was going to do 
with it. Um, he he talks about uh, maximizing free speech, but right now the parlor users uh, have no way of exercising their free speech on that particular platform. So there, uh, there's no definite. Definitive path forward, Coin said, and I won't want to guarantee exactly anything. He said he would consider his options, including replicating Mastodon's localized community building and Facebook groups. Coin said that he hoped to create, quote, additional value for content creators and ensure users have a, quote, greater level of access to their First Amendment rights. Well, right now, at least, uh, parlor users have no access, not, not through your platform. Um, he was unwilling to commit to a release date, but said the platform would go up once they had a viable business plan. Um, my question is, what if he never comes up with a, a viable business plan? What does he do? Um, so he says the, the platform is going to go back up, but he has apparently no idea, no plan whatsoever, um, with what to do with it. Um, call me crazy, but maybe while you're making that plan, maybe allow the parlor user, users to still post stories and things of that nature, still interact, at least you keep the parlor users interest in parlor and they don't go off to some other service like getter or facebook or um a new user-friendly version of twitter under musk and then it goes on in the article uh, talking about kanye is failed bid to acquire parlor and then uh, kanye or yay uh, basically imploded so that deal went nowhere um, and then it uh, goes on to say Parler was launched in 2018 by John Matsey and Rebecca Mercer as a free speech alternative to Twitter. The platform first saw growth as Republican lawmakers and conservative personalities migrated there in case they were banned on Twitter. The platform saw a surge of interest in 2020 after the presidential election due to big tech platforms limiting election misinformation. Uh, I think what they meant is they limited uh, people seeing the, not misinformation, but very true Hunter laptop, Hunter Biden laptop story as presented by the New, uh, New York Post. Um, Butler made uh, headlines in January 2021 after Apple and Google removed the app from their App Store and Amazon Web Services removed the service from its cloud computing services. And of course, this is around January 6th, where basically these groups uh, seem to have colluded to take down a rival, and that's really all it is. You know, 
this all BS about limiting misinformation and people making up plots using parlor to plot January 6th stuff um, we know that most of what was going on with regarding uh, January 6th and the riots that was planned or plotted on uh, platforms other than parlor but it was taken down anyway because um, other platforms like Twitter and uh, Google who didn't like uh, Parler saw that as an opportunity to take down Parler. And so there you have it. Um, a week later we have absolutely really no more information about when Parler is going to be back up and what form it's going to take under its new ownership um, so it's kind of baffling as I said you know uh, Elon Musk had a plan for Twitter everybody knew it he was very clear about what he wanted to do and as far as I know there was no downtime or there was very little downtime for Twitter once between Elon Musk buying Twitter and you know him taking control of Twitter and all that because there's a you know disputes and he tried to back out and things like that but during that whole time I don't, I don't think Twitter was ever taken down I could be wrong about that because I'm not a Twitter user um, I don't like to subject myself um, to censorship and basically unfair treatment um, which would have been a case had Liberty relearned or I had been on Twitter um, before uh, must being taken over so you know same thing with uh, YouTube um, no point you'll probably never see uh, the LR podcast on YouTube you will see it on Rumble because Rumble is a free speech platform um, so no point um, you know giving exposure or, or helping out people that hate you and are just looking for an excuse to demonetize you or censor you or deplatform you and so again here we are um, more than a week later and we really don't know anything more than what we originally did about what uh, is going to happen with Parler. So if anything else happens with Parler, I will be sure to let you know. But in the meantime, you can follow Liberty Relearn Podcasts uh, at LR Podcast on Getter. And you can certainly follow us on Facebook at Liberty Relearned and of course LibertyRelearned.com and there's my commercial I usually send or save for the end of the podcast but um, hopefully one day I will be again able to include Parlor in that and tell you that I JP Mac um, am on Parlor and you can look me up there but right now 
uh, all you get is a splash screen, same splash screen you know, that uh, went up last week, um, just stating nebulous terms that, you know, Parler was a great thing and others, their first CEO or the last CEO did a great job of making it a uncancelable platform. Um, so right after saying that, the first thing he does is basically uh, cancels that platform. Um, so a little, little skeptical. Um, think still still maintain that this could have been done better, a little bit more seamless. You know, seamless transition. You know, um, you know this guy uh, coin. I mean, I guess this is a purely this matter for him, and maybe he feels that he doesn't want. You know, it's it's a loser money. Doesn't want to keep that losing money losing uh, model up for a single day. Um, that, but. It doesn't make sense because all he's going to do is lose uh, uh, users. They're going to go to Twitter, or they're going to go to Getter or Facebook or I think Maywe. Um, so there's a couple other platforms. You know, Truth Social. They may may go on that. So right now, the biggest benefits to this move are his competitors because they will gain in usage and I know before you know again when, when Parler was up um, and generally speaking anything that I would post on Parler would also go on Getter and Facebook and vice versa so that is not the case and so don't know what he plans on doing um, he keeps talking about uh, maximizing free speech, but you know if you take down uh, the platform for people to exercise their free speech, you know that's kind of a funny way to show it. And so some of us, I guess, are are left kind of not understanding what his plan is. Um, does he have any interest in keeping any of the parlor users at all? Or what, you know, what does, you know, does he just want the servers? Does he just want the physical part of parlor? And, you know, what, what does he want? Um, not very much information. And like I said, I don't want to speculate. Um, what he might be about um, so just uh, I don't know look up BizPack review and see what's been uh, going on over there and his other um, I guess interest media interest and see what he's doing over there but so far uh, nothing to speak of nothing new to report and I for one think that's unfortunate because again so far the biggest beneficiaries of this move have been uh, the other platforms that 
have gained users that are coming from parlor because they're not just going to sit and wait until the the service comes back up um, you know a lot of us already did that when it was taken down and wrongfully in 2021 uh, so we've already been through that and now we are uh, we long-suffering parlor users are going through this again and kind of don't understand why it's a little bit disappointing actually to, to see this course of action so and why not keep the platform up and then gradually accustom the current users say we're going to be making this changes over time and then what you could do is you can really sell it that way you can say uh, there's going to be so much opportunity for content users to make money and monetize their writings and their postings and this is how we're going to do it and advertisers will be able to focus their advertising and um, so in the meantime while he's working in the background on these structural changes you know just keep people's head in the game you know don't give them don't give them a reason to leave give them a reason to stay and reassure them to say hey you will always have a home you are in parlor because you feel like you didn't have a home you weren't welcome on other platforms like Twitter and other places and but you rest assured have a home here um, we're not really hearing about that um, you know talk about free speech well free speech the who um, are you going to have to pay for your free speech what what's the business plan um, so far uh, disappointingly little information on that front but it is of interest to me hopefully it's of interest to you too so I will keep you posted on this subject as JP Mack and I want to thank you for listening to Liberty Relearned and following libertyrelearned.com and following Liberty Relearned at LR Podcast on Getter. And hopefully sometime soon you will be able to follow me again, JP Mac, on Parlor. Until next time, stay healthy, happy, and free.